When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Forever. Dog. Race Chaser. Hello. 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 And welcome back to Race Chaser, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What's yours? I'm Willem. Hello. Hey, girl. Hey. How's it going? So, better than it is for Mystique right now. We are... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they are so fatophobic with their send-off when Honest- they're sending her away. Yeah, honestly, we're I was get- <laughs> looking at that. <laughs> we're getting into episode four here. We're we're like elbows deep into season two, and it's getting really good. Elbows deep in Crisco Disco. Good. Disco extra greasy, greasy shortening. Short That's uh, it. Yeah, um, I wonder if they gave Mystique any of that. Oh, well, hey, hey, Billy Porter at school tells me I smell like I fish. <laughs> and now he's in kinky boots. <laughs> and he's on poles. <laughs> All that. <laughs> um, it's a little shocking how blatant and open the... Is fatophobia an okay word? Um, yes, it is. That- and yeah. Yeah, like I've come a long way. I don't. I mean, maybe maybe they showed some points where Mystique wasn't um, making such a great impression on the girls, and that's why they felt it was okay to use that. But like, not really. Like, actually, Mystique was kind of classy and kind of didn't come for people unless she was cummed for. Um, I I don't remember everything that happened, but I do know when I choose to make fun of people. There's three things that are pretty much off limits for me because they're low-hanging comedy fruit. Mm-hmm. I don't make fun of um, size usually. Right. Um, I don't make fun of fucked up teeth because people probably have the best teeth that they have due mm-hmm. to their budgetary constraints. That's and I'm not going to, I'm not going to belittle someone for not having. It's cheap. Yeah. It's, it's after that. there's no reason to, I don't think. And then yeah. other than Fifi, that one I could have. Um, <laughs> and then the third thing I don't go after people for is age. Because I don't think that being older is uh, something to be laughed at. It's like you survived, you know? Yeah. So those are my three things. And they're going for Mystique hard about the fat jokes all season. And especially now that she's gone. Did I say that? (laughs) You said Mystique hard like Monique hard. Oh, damn. (laughs) We're not there yet. (laughs) Oh, no. I said hard. They're going for Mystique hard. Okay. (laughs) And... (laughs) 
okay. Sonique even says um, something about shit rolling downhill. And I was like, they, she must, Mystique must have made an impression. No, that was Tatiana talking about Sonique. She said shit. Oh, wait, or no, was that? It was it, Sonique. Sonique said shit rolls downhill. Tatiana then said, um, Tatiana was kind of. She support- was defending. Yeah, which, which I like. I love Tati for doing that. You know, you speak up for the disenfranchised, even if they don't do a cowboy look correctly. <laughs> In the least. I mean, um, yeah. and it, it doesn't seem like Mystique was all that pleasant to be around at certain points from the way the girls were acting. Yeah. Well, how Pandora broke it down last week, she said it sort of was this WeHo girls versus the rest, mm-hmm. which this happens. Like, it happens naturally. It happened kind of with Rolaska Talks. It's like the girls who have friends pre existing in the competition, they grasp onto one another and they're like, y'all, y'all hoes are going down. And so we're, we're going to come for you fierce. And so this was, I think this is Tatiana. She's not in that group. Mm-hmm. Sonique, Morgan, Raven, they're all, they all, well, was Sonique, did she know them at that time? I don't think she did. Well, there was a contingent of people who were like, Mystique is busted and has to go. Very the Heathers. And the, exactly. And the other girls are sort of like, well, kind of fuck off because yeah. she was a sweet person. So that's all kind of breaking down. So in the words of Mystique, balls to the walls, fishes or bitches, you pick. Which do you prefer, fishes or bitches? Um, Probably I fish. fishes. I prefer fishes. Fish oils are like a great good fat. <laughs> um, and There's no need to be bitchy and drag. There's really not. I think one of the things that um, people like is when you choose joy and laughter and bitchy yeah. bitchy might get a like a low chuckle but like it's more fun if everybody can be in on the joke and i think yeah. bitching bitchy humor is sometimes um not as inclusive as just being funny yeah i don't know and if you want to be bitchy it better be funny yeah bitchy is something to read yeah it better be hilarious i think that bitchy is oftentimes uh the default for a drag queen who's not so sure of you know herself sure I don't know. Insecurity. Yeah, but sometimes it's fierce. I mean, Raven, when she's bitchy and just gives you that cold, hard stare, that's fierce. Right. Yeah. And it kind of, it has a cadence and a humor to it. And like, I don't know. I like a bitchy look. I don't need a bitchy set. You know, don't do your whole set bitchy. That'll get real old real quick. It does. And And it can turn an audience really sour. Yeah. Raven on stage isn't as big of a bitch as she paints though. You know, like she's she's a great host. Um, The girls at S4, they all rotate hosting Crystal, Cassie, Calexis. And um, all their names start with K. uh, (laughs) Crystal, Cassie, Calexis. No wonder they're my favorite. I love K. Clexi. No. <laughs> uh, Clexis is Sahara's mom, but like she once told me. Um, Cassandra. All of them. She, she said, uh, uh, come over here and let me fix your nose because she said my contour was screwing up the movie, ticked off trainers with knives. And then she goes down the stage and she's the nicest person in the world. And I was like, exactly. Like you need to know your room and you catch more flies with sugar than salt. I think. <laughs> Thank God she fixed your nose. Thank God. Woo! Oh, you've got a girl. You've got, you've got a got message. Pejorative. <laughs> you've got a Shemail. message. It's yeah. like it's like retroactively subtitled over. Right. Um. This is uh. This is 
full of game show hints. Mm-hmm. Yeah, RuPaul is going hard with the game show. <laughs> yeah, she clubs everybody over the head with these game shows. She does. And what I love is this show, the whole episode is all game show uh, things. The mini challenge, the main challenge, and even the way they present them on the on the, the reveal. main stage yeah, yeah. is all game show references. Obviously, RuPaul loves game shows. She he's, loves he's had a, a game, game show. show. Yeah. I know that she's her and the producers have also been to the Mismatch Game, which is what the Snatch Game took its inspiration from. Yes. I've been performing in that for probably almost 10 years. And yeah. the producer of that, Dennis Hensley, who also has a great podcast, um, he was on set for my day of Snatch Game. I know they brought him on as a consultant, so I'm guessing he was on for this, too. Um, you were really funny in Mismatch Game. Oh, thanks. I went one. It's so much fun. I want to do it. Oh, they would love to have you. And they raise a ton of money for charity. What, what, what charity? Do you know offhand? The LA Gay and Lesbian Center. Hallelujah. Which is my favorite charity. They're always my go-to if, I, if I'm if i doing donating or yeah, charity. Yeah, me too. Whenever I do my eBay stuff, I donate 10% to them too. Because it's just like, if you can, why not? Because, like, I think those of us that have, like, been blessed need to send some coin back down the ladder. Girl, there's a lot of kids out there yeah. who have it really fucking hard. Yeah. And, and if, like, yeah. Yeah, if they have to hook, I want them in a good hat at least. Girl, hallelujah. Right? <laughs> They're building that whole... Do you, have you seen that whole new center going up on the LH? Is it the B. Arthur Center? No. That's um, the other one. It's uh, Ari Getty is... Uh, and oh, the wow. Getty Foundation, it's all funded by her, pretty much. I'm so happy. Um, but... Let's get into this mini challenge, Let's which is the queen is right. This is a loose parody of the prizes, right? What did you call me? <laughs> You're nothing but a loose, loose parody, parody queen. <gasps> um, they have to guess the correct prices for drag queen essentials, That's such it. as tube socks, duct tape, and hemorrhoid cream. Have you ever done the tube sock trick for your breasts? No, but I have um, put stuff in a tube sock and hit my sister with it. Okay. It I, makes a great was, weapon in a pinch. Did you put dollar bills in a tube sock? To be <laughs> no. Stacks of dollar bills. No, you stick change in it, like pennies. Oh, my God. Yeah. Damn. And then, then you beat up your sibling. Oh, my God. <laughs> have you ever done the hemorrhoid cream under the eyes? No, I haven't. Um, Neither have I. It, I do sock tits all the time. On this last tour, I have this certain corset where only socks give you the the voom mm-hmm. and they don't drift as much as silicone cutlets honey i've seen you take socks off your feet and put them in your titties oh, i know no. that you do the sock trick i still do i learned it from mistress formica and wigstock honey work mistress formica i yeah. love her oh my gosh wigstock have you ever done the duct tape uh i've done the duct tape and i don't like it it rips out your skin That's your pubes and i I personally like to have those scabs down there, but why? <laughs> what? Nothing. What? I'm kidding. Um, it, it because rips... it it uh, takes the attention away from the other open sores. <laughs> You're like, no, it's just for duct tape. It's uh, the, the, the... the scabbing is relatable, <laughs> and if if you go to our Instagram, <laughs> you can see my other knee scabs, which are in the pattern of a fishnet, which is the true mark of the beast. Really? Yeah, especially on Do you my. Have them right now. Yeah, always. Big, can we put this on the Instagram? Girl, look at that knee. You see that pattern? We're really trying to drive our Instagram, everyone who's listening. You see that pattern? You can see it's a... (laughs) You can note the the Harlequin pattern of the Capizio (laughs) type in suntan. Harlequin. (laughs) It's from... um, 
<laughs> it's from like sliding on the stage in tights. You do a lot of those acrobatics. Yeah. I think the duct tape was way overpriced here. I don't know why. The prices, I would be uh, like criminally bad at this game. I do not know the price of anything. You would just say Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> don't know. Put it in the cart. <laughs> <laughs> seen you on amazon too oh my god it's true the duct tape was nine dollars and that's just too much right the price i mean i guess it's a full roll and if it's name brand duct tape i could see it being that much if you're at home depot or something i i could see that yeah and this is also 10 years ago or like truth yeah which is why ago. that lace front wig human hair was probably over a thousand dollars Right. The the overall showcase throwdown was over a thousand dollars. Yeah, for a wig, pepper spray, and brass knuckles, which seems excessive. So brass knuckles, what forty? Okay, pepper spray thirty. Mm-hmm. So that that wig's about a grand. Human hair lace fronts can't beat it. What you said? You used to buy human back then. Miss Ellen used to. You've always worn human. I I like human because it's. Uh, not as hot as synthetic. If I wanted to wear synthetic, I could wear synthetic because I am what What's sickening. <laughs> but I have always worn human. I have brought it up for myself. I do wear a synthetic. I don't mind them, uh, especially the wigs by Vanity Ones. So it's a temperature thing. Uh, yeah. Syn- if, can you imagine wearing plastic on your head? Or you- I do imagine it. It's okay. a reality. It's it it keeps in the heat a lot more than human it's hair true, yeah. for sure. Um, and I like how human moves. Mm-hmm. A good trick is taking a synthetic wig as a base and then putting in a pack of human for like the touchability around the shoulder and the movement at the bottom. But you mm-hmm. get that good synthetic base tease at the top. Yeah, I, I've done that with a couple of vanities and I love it. Um, my favorite part about this episode is finally seeing Raven win something. <laughs> she even says it. She's like, I won something. It's a very sincere moment for Raven because she like she really has been kind of beaten down. She's been in the bottom the last two times, right? Yeah. She's like, it's about time for me to win something. Well, if you can't beat him, do RuPaul's makeup. Okay. <laughs> that's the real truth. Why not? She's doing fine now. It's like all these all these kids out there who are bitter. Raven should have won. Girl. Girl. She's painting mother. She's doing fine. She's painting the host of the show. Mm-hmm. She's cool. She's got a cute boyfriend. Emmy noms. Gorge. Emmy noms all over the place. Yeah. Um. We didn't know up to this point, technically, that they were sequestered from the outside world. Yeah. So this is our first hint at that, like, part of the universe. Yeah. And honestly, that does play a part in the game show thing with oh, any yeah, show. The fully. the mind fuck of, you know, not having oh, your phone. You have your support system. Your porn. Yeah. Like, there's lots of things. Your The proper nutrition or food that you want. Like, it's it plays a game with you and it all Girl. affects... Your day-to-day, I think, and your performance in the show. Do you think I would have had a meltdown if I had my phone? I could just call Nick or Jeremy, and it would be fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, that meltdown. Well, we'll talk about that on that We'll get season. to it. In the year 2020, we will be finally breaching into All-Stars 2. Did you melt down on your season? I think you were... All-Stars 2, not on season 5. Kept it classy. No, I just got my dick out. Um, you knew you weren't going to win that season anyway. So the challenge is the snatch game. And my favorite part of this is RuPaul says, we're doing the snatch game. And they've never done Nooch. it before. They so have no none idea. of them know what it is. So they're all just like. The cutaway is actually is. a methadone <laughs> clinic line. They're just like, oh, just okay. Like, <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, right. It's so hilarious. I mean, some of Ru's most uh, funny moments are when she's, you know, doing her 
I know whenever our energy was low, she would always go into her like star booty ghetto twang and like make us laugh and do a little dance to get the energy up, you know? Um, I like it when she um, gets back to her Atlanta hoedown, showdown roots, you know, and gets real um, urban. Yeah. Urban with her comedy. Yeah. I think. So um, you think she does that with the Snatch Game? Is that what she's... No, I think that uh, Jessica Wilde does that with the Snatch Game a little bit. Oh, okay. When Whenever Rue wants to go funny or whenever Shangela wants to go funny, sometimes they get a little more urban, you know? Okay. You know, hey, like that. Okay. Like sometimes when I want to go funny, I go a little more white girl. Right. Plays to, you know. Yeah. It's, if I, you, yeah. you play up your strengths and yeah. I am white. <laughs> you have a case of the Caucasians. You've been Severe. diagnosed. You've been tested and diagnosed. Severe up in here. You did your 23andMe <laughs> and it just was a blank sheet of white paper <laughs> that came back in the mail. <laughs> they pulled it out of the envelope. <laughs> I'm going to get 23andMe on this break though. <gasps> We're taking a break. Bye. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. I've read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if, uh, lots. Of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, so that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash 
drag. And use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. It's so good, I'm going to say it again. That's helixsleep.com slash drag. And use code HELIXPARTNER20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. And we're back, 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 back again. Back, 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 back again. Giving you a dose of what's happening. <laughs> um, I'm so excited because I got I'm... more yes gods than a Vatican. That's from Alyssa's um, talent show number, which is so good. I got more yes gods than the Vatican. That's such a re- that's a really good line. Yeah, who wrote it? I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you know who wrote it, Christopher? Somebody oh, in Texas. <laughs> no, I don't think it was. That is the voice of Christopher Hamblin Royale. <laughs> so we're talking about Slatchgate, and we have a piece of intel. Like, because this is a text, because we were watching the Snatch Game and we Tyrus doing Beyonce. And, well, okay, let's start where it first starts is Morgan goes up to Tatiana and she says, hey girl, what wig are you wearing for Britney? And mm-hmm. Tati's like, this one, which she borrowed from Pandora, which is also a piece of intel that we had. Uh, and and Morgan's like, no, that's a piece of shit wig. It has three, three hairs. hairs. It. it has three <laughs> hairs in it. Here, one one for the left one. side, one for the right side, one for the back. <laughs> that's all you need. That's all you need. I have a better one. It's fuller. Here, borrow this. And it was. Yeah. Which Tatiana immediately turns around and she's like, Morgan is a complete bitch. She needs to be knocked off her high horse. Like (laughs) in the interview. And you're just like, wait, she just let you borrow a wig, you little cunt. But I I know how interviews are filmed. And that was probably at the end of the day where they're like, we need you to say something good and something bad about Morgan. And it was probably after the actual Snatch Game performance. Yes. So understood. Um, And... I think Morgan, it was also shade toward Pandora because Pandora was being nice and let Tatiana borrow a wig because Tatiana said she had no blonde hair with yeah. her. So Pandora was like, here, girl, I have, I have hair for you because they were friends. And then Morgan was like, no, that wig sucks. <laughs> I have a better one. Wear this. Yeah. And apparently Morgan was letting a lot of people borrow stuff. Because we definitely clocked. I said, Alaska, ain't that her entrance look? That good because we we noticed <laughs> the highlight pattern of Morgan's good entrance look rooted wig, um, which was similar to Tyra's. Wait, wig. you mean the curtain? The, she wore it on the curtains. The curtain one, yeah. Yeah. Did she wear that for entrance too? Did it's so weird. When we say entrance, we mean workroom entrance. And then promo, we always mean the promo picture. Promo picture, her hair was short. But she, wig, she had long bang down the side. But her season, yeah. her Australian, no, um, her All Stars three promo look. She wore that big same type of hair sort because of same style. They wanted them for to delicious Gwen Stefani, sort of slicked on the sides, pompadour on the top, and then mm-hmm. long in the back. And which was very of that time. Who is in that again? But. Tyra. Tyra as Beyonce is wearing a similar wig. So we were like, oh, it looks like the coloring pattern is kind of similar. So Willem texted Morgan. And do you want to read the the text? Yeah, I said, watching season two with Alaska for Race Chaser. And you gave a wig to Tyra too, didn't you? I just noticed it. How did they not use that as story? 
She replied, all of Tati's accessories in the promo were mine. Tyra's wig, Tati's wig, taught Jessica to glue oh. her brows down. Half of the Raven stuff. She taught Jessica how to glue her brows down. Because Jessica uses her natural brows. And I yes. bet she made them higher for the RuPaul <sighs> in Snatch Game. Half of the stuff Raven wore was mine because we had a deal. Whoever went home first could take the other girl's stuff. <laughs> well, not half that's the a, stuff, maybe two or three outfits. That's um, a good but deal. I am so fucking excited to have Morgan McMichaels on as a season two race chaser guest. Yeah, we need to get her. Because we need to land her. That mouth is gold. She's mouthy, and I like that in a drag queen. Me too. The the first time, the second time I got to meet Lady Gaga was because I was going to Mickey's to get my wig back from her that she borrowed. <laughs> so she she do be known to be lending a wig. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I don't mind about it. Um, my first memory of Morgan, or what, not my first memory, but one of, one of the ones that really sealed the deal for loving her so much, uh-huh. is I was waiting in line. It was Halloween night, and West Hollywood, which is just bedlam. It's crazy. And I was waiting in line in drag trying to get into FUBAR. It was a very long line out to to the end of the block. And Morgan was there dressed as David Bowie. And she came out of the bar and she saw me in line and she was like, no, my friends don't wait in line. And like, I didn't know, I didn't know her super well. And I was like, we in oh my God, we're friends. Yeah. Oh, I we're in drag. I was like, oh my God, we're friends. And like, I've, I've always felt like a very warm place in my heart for her ever since that moment. I do the same thing whenever I have a meet and greet. I go down the line and any queen... I say, come to the front because you're in heels and you're one of my sisters, even if I don't know you. And it's just such a show of goodwill. And it's an easy thing that you can do. You know, just pull a girl up from the bottom a little bit. Um, Except if you're trying to do pink. (laughs) And then (laughs) she will leave you in a back alley with no pants on. She's Oh, Morgan shut it down when Sonique was like, I kind of wanted to do pink. That's kind of my Well, I'm doing pink. I'm doing pink. Pink's my number one character illusion. Could you imagine two pinks on the snatch game? Oh wow! She was trying to get her to do to get Sonique to do Madonna, mm-hmm. which I mean, that's also someone who's hard. Madonna Gaga—they're kind of hard to do for snatch game unless you make them really idiosyncratic and take something minute and really like play it up. Yeah. Um, something for Gaga is like there's these videos of shit Gaga says. And she always says, I'm Italian, I'm from New York, I'm East Coast, I'm Italian, I'm from, it's funny, I'm from New York, I'm Mm -hmm. Italian. She says it, they like play it back to back, she says in every interview. I've been hundreds of times. I've been doing these Stars Born interviews right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I find myself repeating the same stories and literally saying, I'm East Coast, Bradley's from Philly like me, XYZ. And it's just like She says it in all the interviews too. Well Bradley and I are both from the East Coast. You get I'm good New sound York, bite. I'm from New York. I'm Italian. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I totally understand it. Um, but Sonique ends up actually doing gaga. And um I don't know. She's Italian, she's from New York. And Sonique looks like a Mardi Gras float. <laughs> Come on. I, I don't. The glasses are the most Gaga thing about it. Honestly. What year is this, though? 2010. Okay, it's so 2010. So that means the fame. Yes. And that's it. Paparazzi was on the re release of fame, wasn't it? Yeah, because 2009 was her Just Dance. Moment. Honey, I can tell you that I was the one that got the Go Go Boys down when she performed at Here Lounge from the Go Go Boxes because I was like, some girl needs to perform. And she was sickening. She is sickening. She is sickening. She's, she's the real fucking she's deal. She's the one. Um, this okay? I don't think I don't think Gaga would wear those earrings. 
I think if you cut the out earrings, the ear- that's where you want to start. If you cut it, can we take a picture of this for the Instagram? We need like a separate folder for the Instagram because when we're talking about something visual, people want to hear. Like, yeah, something visual. About. Something visual. Yeah. I. Uh, it. Uh, uh-huh. It was early Lady Gaga days. She wore some crazy stuff. Gaga back in that day was known for. Platinum hair, either waist length with a bang or bobbed with a bang. Yeah, a crazy sunglass. So you're saying the hair isn't platinum enough. The the six thirteen is fine actually. I have a I have um issue with it not being long enough or short enough. Um, and also I don't know what's in her hair. And it looks like she went to the applique store. Yeah, she has the same applique sort of on her bustier, and she has the mirror bra, which is actually accurate. Yeah, that's Gaga. To the fame era. I mean, it's shit on shit, but if you add one extra turd in the wrong spot, <laughs> it all gets flushed. The whole toilet. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. It really does. Uh, Morgan is also struggling. Hey, Pink, have you ever done a game show before? Uh, um, no, I never had. Well, it's, it's my first. It's not my first time. Fun, my first game this show. This is my first game show, but I've never rock and roll, baby. But the look <laughs> is on. Her pink is unstoppable on stage. I like, mean, try it. Let me tell you about Morgan McMichaels. You can say what you want about her, and um, I do often. But <laughs> <laughs> I do love the cunt, and um, she does. She's my number one Halloween queen that I recommend to promoters because mm-hmm. David Bowie, Wednesday Adams, um, Annie Lennox, Annie Lennox, Frankenfurter, uh, Patsy from uh, Abfab, yep. Joan Collins. Morgan is a character illusionist. Pennywise Un- the clown, unbelievable. More Tabitha takes over. Like she is an amazing yeah. performer. She's electrifying on that stage. Yeah. And she has the perfect head for doing illusions because she has like a mannequin head. Yeah, it's, it's tiny. like it can become anything. Mm-hmm. And she's really like dexterous and like moves really well. Yeah, she's great. Um, we see a little flicker of Britney's Tati in the workroom and it looks like it's going to be um, okay, but it doesn't look like it's going to be like, you know, Rue looks really excited about Carol Channing, Pandora and Britney and then herself, Jessica Wilde, playing her. Yeah. The the edit misleads us to thinking Tatiana's going to bomb. Yeah. But even without the wig on, like, her her face and her makeup, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, she is giving me Britney. She really looks like her. I noticed that Tati did the white eyeliner on the bottom, which kind of gives more of a doe-eyed downturn thing than the yeah. usual upturned smoky that she does. Yes. And, I mean, Tati did the damn thing. She did. She yeah. looks great. Juju did an amazing, subtle makeup job of Kimora Lee Simmons' fat rolls on her neck, which I appreciate. <laughs> that is probably the best part of her illusion. Yeah. I mean, she did this soft-spoken Kimora thing, which Kimora does do that like PR voice, the nice blah, 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 because she's like a six-foot Blasian woman from St. Louis in reality who's loud as fuck. Right. But, um, but it's hard to do a subtle character that doesn't have like a turnaround moment. Exactly. I mean, I think Raven got into that's hot, you know? Yeah. But Raven is serviceable as Paris Hilton. Yeah. It's not it's not horrible. It's not groundbreaking. But it's a it's one of those low energy characters that's hard to do mm-hmm. unless it's very detailed. Yep. Otherwise, it can just come off as low energy, which is not what you want for something like Snatch Game. Exactly. I think Sahara's Whitney is actually really great. Sahara's Whitney is solid. Yeah. I think Sahara's Whitney is 
probably as good as my Jessica, where, you know, when yeah. you're, you're a good part of it, but you're not the winner, obviously, because it's a, it's a subtle, small thing. It's not huge. You're not runway walking. Yeah. You're not Cher. You're not Sharon. Um, yeah. She's, Sahara was a all around good performer. She, musically, she sang. She hit those prices right notes. Yeah. She, in this episode, she's <laughs> obviously a dancer. Um, yeah. Her wigs were never rotted. Her lace was always clean. Yeah. And she was a good goddamn queen. And just like full of like energy and full of full of light yeah. and like just a fucking sunbeam. The week after I left uh, Drag Race summer 2011, mm-hmm. they were still filming. Um, she came to the show I was in in New York because um, I was already in a show. And um, she hmm. <laughs> and uh, her and Jiggly came and I remember her. I didn't know her. I knew her. she was with Jiggly. And then I was like, oh, that's who she I remember seeing her from stage and going, wow, that's Sahara. And then um, she was the first person to hug me and say, welcome to the family. And oh. that's what I do to every other girl now when I meet them. Yeah. Um, she's just such, she was such a positive influence. I yeah. love her. Um, and never shady. Never that girl. No. And I love that she, her Whitney was done from a place of reverence and respect. Mm-hmm. Because there's really, I can't with like... We were at Pride in Manchester and there was this queen and she came out and she was in the complete, um, it's not right, but, but it's okay, Whitney illusion. Mm-hmm. And we were so excited and she was performing the number and we were, we were so excited because we love Whitney so much. And then out came a giant tray with fucking white pa- piles of white powder on it. And we turned around and walked out of the place. Mm-hmm. My friend started to boo and I was like, no, we can't do that. She's a drag queen, but we can't, we like, I can't watch, I can't watch that. I can't, I can't have the, I'm like fucking Tyra with Beyonce when it comes mm-hmm. to Whitney. Like, do not be disrespectful to Whitney. Um, <laughs> We're going to take a break. Yeah. Back from obscurity, along with Phoebe Price, uh, one of the Snatch Game contestants, and uh, the always esteemed Alec Mappa. Yeah, it's funny because the two guests on Snatch Game, uh, Phoebe Price probably did the segment and that was like, I have to go, I have a heart out. And Alec <laughs> Mappa stuck around and he was like, I'm going to give critiques to every single... And they were very in-depth critiques. Yeah. He was like, he was breaking it down. Like, basically, he's the 101 of how to do Snatch Game. 100%. Um, He supports the dolls. He's lovely. Um, Him and his husband are great. And Zion, his son, uh, is a drag supporter, too. He loves the queens. I love Um, that. He's the perfect guest. He's very like a Charles Nelson Riley. He goes from TV to stage to, you know, whatever. He's good at everything. So I think his comments actually are useful. Because yeah. he doesn't just say, I didn't like her. He says why and exactly. how she could be better. And um, there is room for improvement on a lot of the girls' performances. And I don't think that's yeah. wrong to say. No, not at all. Tyra's Beyonce is bad. <laughs> it's bad. Starts, I saw the Beyonce and it was bad. Beyonce was bad. It was, it's, all, it's, <laughs> it's all politics and it's bad politics, darling. Uh, you're not going to get it. <laughs> that's the queen. Uh, Fucking uh, uh, oh, the queen. Um, yeah, uh, Sabrina. Venus. Sab- Sabrina oh, was Sabrina. Flawless Sabrina was the one. 
who um, she was the host of the show. She was the host, darling. Yeah. I'll be happy to take you to talk. I'll take you over to talk to the judges myself. <laughs> They'll go over your score sheets. We tried to get Mr. Warhol as a judge. I went down there. I sat for two hours at the factory waiting for Mr. Warhol. He was off making a picture or something. <laughs> <laughs> Please, you'll save my life. Harlow needs a blonde fall. She looks bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. Let's get into the runway. Let's do it. The category is personal style. Which leaves a lot to interpretation. Interpretation. Um, yes. Well, before that, there's the whole, like, Beyonce gate. Yeah. Tyra is mad when Tati references... She is seriously mad. And yeah. Tatiana says, the only thing Beyonce has ever done that's funny is fall. I watched it and I laughed. It was funny. It tickled me pink. And Tyra is hot. Hot, bothered, heated. Uh, now, as someone who's worked with Beyonce, <clears throat> um, I was in Austin Powers three with her, and I stood next to her for uh, one scene, and they had to shoot it from a couple angles, so mm-hmm. probably like thirty to forty minutes with lighting setups and stuff. Um, she wasn't standing there during the lighting setups, but every time she was there, she didn't say one word. She didn't, no. not between takes, no chit chat, no gaga on a star is born chilling. It was machine looking, yeah. taking everything in, nodding when the, when the director came over, I think it was Mike Roach. Um, like it was watching a machine work and yeah. honestly it wasn't funny. I mean, so I, I get that. <laughs> I get that. She's not necessarily a comedian. Well, she's, I think she probably learned a lot in that film. It was oh one yeah. Of her she first- was young. Because I remember watching that movie and I was like, I don't think she like is nailing the tone at all. And I don't think like, I think she's in a different movie. Yeah. I mean, totally. It's like, is it a farce? Is it real? And like, you know, I think one of the ways that like ticked off trainers with knives, a lot of the characters got away with being so big and daffy and over the top because the lead was grounded and solid and based in reality. Yeah. Crystal Summers, she gave like yeah. a tour de force performance. Yeah. And I think Beyonce was doing that grounded, Foxy Cleopatra, like hardcore Pam Greer, no amount of. And like you see Mike Myers throw jokes at her and she's like the straight man or the, the, the little ping pong for the ball to flip right. off of to be funny. So, I mean, Beyonce ain't funny. Right. So... Because she's been in many movies and she's like really great and like really great to watch on screen. Yeah, that she, one not so much. Uh-uh, but her Etta James was great in that Adrian yeah. Brody movie. Um, I think that do not insult Beyonce around Tyra is the moral of the story. Yes, just think, don't do it. I think that is true. Um, and Jessica Wilde gets a big payoff for actually go, taking the risk and doing the RuPaul. Exactly. I uh-huh. thought it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. And when it's probably the best RuPaul that's been done. I mean, Trixie did RuPaul. Oh, which... did she? Oh, oh, duh, 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 yeah. duh, duh. Which is weird because it was always <laughs> kind of funny when she did it, like you know, backstage and on when she comes up with funny things. But then on the show, it just fell flat for some reason. I think yeah. because people were afraid to laugh because what she said was actually funny. I, some it, of them yeah it but is if if the person you're impersonating is right there and she doesn't laugh that means no one has permission to laugh yeah and i think as a host that was very ungracious well i think the i think what happened with that was it was more like trixie's rupaul is very like scripted and mm-hmm. very like the joke the joke writing is very calculated and really funny mm-hmm. 
but so much of snatch game is you have to respond right in the moment and so those like mom- those moments, moments for were spontaneity lost. yeah for sure and so w- by the time she said the thing it was like a second too late and then it was like oh. yeah so I think that's why it didn't work but Jessica Wilde just fucking ran amok yeah she kind of like <laughs> It's it's all I always say it's easier to ask forgiveness than permission and she got up she did what she wanted she runway she had her shoes she off her chair off the fucking thing she was barefoot going back and forth on the riser paid RuPaul nooch sleeping <laughs> you know I thought it was great um back to the main stage with this runway the guest judges are Lisa Rinna who if you shut your eyes sounds exactly like Ross Matthews that is the truth at one point I was like she wait does. Ross and then yeah um and Nisi Nash who's an amazing comedian can we stop and talk about RuPaul? I mean, yes, the, we hair need to. the hair, the hair, the dress, another level. And I think this was, I don't know. This is a breakthrough moment in the visual of like RuPaul. It's like this sort of sculpted column, mm-hmm. red, black, and gold stripe sequin. Yeah. I mean, just the strong line of, you know, the lines of the dress into the hair, into the flower. It's so great. And again, a cinched waist, but a loose bottom. That blousey. That blousey bottom. Undercarriage. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we all really aspire yeah. to. And if you yeah. look at her hair, I think that's what every queen should aspire to with the whole hair math, where if you take your face uh-huh. and split it in half, uh-huh. and your, if your face is eight inches across, your hair on each side should be at least four inches, and on top it should be four inches, and Rue exceeds that. Yes. And it's just it's the perfect proportion to make a face look feminine. I think she looks so good. So beautiful. He's a wizard. What what he did, what Matthew does with this hair. I mean, I just can't, I can't even figure it out. So let's get into this runway. The category is personal style. Pandora comes out. She's wearing, I mean, this is a great gown on her. I think this is the best she's looked on this season. She totally looks like, um, kind of like a soap opera star. Yeah. Tyra Sanchez comes through again. This is next level. It's elevated. The details. She she took the shopping bags and put Santino Rice logos on them. So smart. Extra little details. And it's just elevated. Like, come on. You can't touch Tyra's runways. Yeah, this you is cannot. Diane Carroll Dynasty Cunt. Very that. She came with so many packages. Those quick Okay. We have Morgan giving a uh it's sort of Kylie Minogue-ish. It's very Kylie Circus. circus. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. I'm I not, think she looks great. I mean, there was a time that every girl wore that little top hat. Yes. And the test of that little top hat is, is it staying on? Is it going to stay on your goddamn yeah. head? Totally. RuPaul actually calls Jujubee kimchi. <laughs> little kimchi. Which is great because she's doing this... Um, it's a cat suit. It's definitely... Um, a urban hoochified look. She's ass padded for death, which that's kind of Jujubee's calling card. She got them curves. Yeah. Yeah. And she looks beautiful. Yes. Little she has shrug. She has the Courtney Act shrug fur. The little shruglet. Next we have Sonique. Again, it's it's hard with these stretch gowns when they're not backed and the there's a slit and you see the the back. Yeah. I think there was a time where that was sort of Across the board, it was just everyone was wearing it. Lining is more expensive, more work, and sometimes getting a lining that stretches to go with a stretch dress. 
it's, it's hard. Not easy. It's not easy at all. And it kind of pulls it and makes it heavier. Puckers. Makes it, it puckers. puckers. I you saw your head and it was puckered. You can't use a half loop stitch on China silk. No, you cannot. It puckers. It puckers. Yeah. Uh, but Sonique's wearing like sort of a Catwoman-ish mm-hmm. tiger stripe mask thing and you know what else puckers tati's hole and you can see it because her skirt rides up so much <laughs> she's the scoochiest she is the scoochiest. that dress that skirt skirts. becomes scoochy real quick and everybody needs a little scoochy dress but maybe not for the runway yeah jessica wilde has the whole kitchen sink on yeah she's doing the classic like i'm gonna wear black on black on black sahara also wears something similar to this it's like I'm wearing all the black stuff. Mm-hmm. Raven with the exposed corset. We're into exposed corsets on uh, on season two. I mean, every queen has done it but at some point. her gown is lined. Lined. That gown is lined. It's lined. Lined and ruffled. Uh, it's lined and ruffled. It's a well-made piece. Which cuts away to Santino and Lisa Rinna going, ooh. Gasping. A lining, a ruffle. Then we have Sahara also wearing an all-black ensemble. Sahara looking very um, Halloween Catwoman. Yeah. They say Grace Jones, and I think they're making that comparison just because she's black. Well, the outfit, don't see any could Grace be, Jones. the outfit could be Grace Jones. Grace Jones the, would never. The hair takes it out of it for me because it's that sort of short side. I mean, these wigs must have been everywhere because they're all over. Oh, I call two. them the good Madame LaQueer wig. I think everyone has worn one at least once oh, at this you, point. Everyone's had a good bus driver wig. Yeah. I've seen in your, your little short hair gig, that little pixie. Yeah. I wouldn't call that a bus driver, but it could have been a transportation worker at some point. Yes. Like an executive transportation worker? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the girls are forced to hold suitcases like <laughs> coat check girls. The, it's called heel or no heel. So the rule is if you find a heel in your briefcase, that means that you are safe. Cool. So you want to find a heel. Or unless you want to win, then you don't want to find a heel. Yeah, I think that um, they're pretty much... Um, they get all the normal snatch game critiques about, you know, if your character's small, you need to find something to focus on to make it yeah. big. You know, all the stuff that's kind of now like a... Um, now everybody knows that. Yeah, it's de rigueur. But this was like... This was this de, was the de first rigueur? one. Is that how you say it? I don't know. I've only read it. I've never actually said it out loud. Because I was going to say that earlier, and I don't know how to pronounce it correctly. Is that's, it? that's like if I was going to wear a Vita Bohem costume, and then you wore it. Ooh, it's gonna happen. <laughs> no, it, it, or no, it happened several it's, weeks ago. It happened. <laughs> um, Pandora gets high praise, and I think that she's actually going to be the winner based on the performance. But um, Tati swoops it. Tati swoops it, and this is kind of—I mean, it's kind of controversial because if Pandora, if it wasn't the first snatch game, I think that Pandora would have won. Who was your first snatch game? Um, uh, Lady Bunny. Oh, so yeah. referential, so amazing. Yeah, maybe a little too inside baseball, and just I mean, you couldn't compete with Jinx at that point. Who was she? Like, she did Little Edie, and it was so funny and so smart and researched. But you were probably a top three, right? I was high. You placed high. You yeah. were safe. Yeah, I was safe. I was high. Cool. I was uh, high too. Uh, you were high the whole time. No, I was actually high for that challenge, though, also. Um, <laughs> but I think because it's the first one, Britney's a little more accessible, a little more timely. Yeah. 
and definitely more of the moment for sure than Carol Channing. Yeah, and it also was that sort of unexpected turn because we were sort of like misled. We were like, can Tatiana sort of do this sort of thing? Mm-hmm. She, is she like the performer comedy type? Yeah, it's and definitely so, better story. Yeah. I think. And Plus, she's getting in fights with everyone left and right. So you're like, you want yeah. to see her around more. And I mean, Pandora admittedly said she kind of uh, eschewed from the drama and shied away from it. And right. On a reality show, that's not what you do. You say, drama where? Ooh, pull up a chair. <laughs> is this drama gluten free? Are you comfortable down on the floor? Is the carpet comfortable? Are you the carpet comfortable? <laughs> yeah, all that. Um, ah. Tatiana cries when she wins, which is so cute. And um, yeah. the prize is a $1,000 shopping treat. The prize is... Shopping tree. Yeah. The, pri- the prize is a $1,000 shopping spree from Billion Dollar Babes, <laughs> which how are you going to give $1,000 for a billion dollar? That's like chopping... I wonder if... Is Billion Dollar Babes a real site still? Let's check Big, it out. Will you look it up? <laughs> I, I think that is um, equivalent to chopping down a sequoia to get a toothpick. <laughs> it's just like, no, that's not what you do for a billion dollars. Do you think... So they're, they critique Sonique and they say... Take off that we, mask. We feel like you're hiding. Mm-hmm. We feel Valentina like you're moment. hiding something. Do you think that... Oh, Billion Dollar Babes is no Error longer a TTP. website. Fog. Okay, well. Well. Um, it's available if if you're yeah. looking for a Billion Dollar Babes. I just bought... Start uh, a hooking website, Will. I bought OnlyFlans.net <laughs> already. OnlyFlans? It's where I plan to make flan with porn stars. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I plan to do that very soon. It hasn't happened yet, but it's on the list. I was thinking we could have an OnlyFans for Race Chaser. Instead of like a, a dedicated Patreon, mm-hmm. we could have like exclusive um just moments. Bear porn. That you can only get on OnlyFans. <laughs> Our producer can just we do chose. that? It doesn't have to be porn, right? It could be anything. It could be like um Willem Sips a venti black iced tea for thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. And then you have to pay what? Like how much? Ten dollars? Forty? Forty. What's 40 the highest one. level? Uh, however, however much it costs to postmate this large. I plastic. mean, it's not right. It's not a legitimate business proposal. It's just a ripoff. My whole Pl- career claims. hasn't been a legitimate business proposal. Exactly. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, check out our only fla- only fans. Only fans. <laughs> I'm down. Da- right. Big is still trying to run the Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I I want to take on part of the Instagram because I really want to dedicate to the Instagram. Well, I think Merle will be happy to hit that up and follow us. Um, she certainly wasn't happy with Tatiana. Should dress, Merle though. be the only person we follow with our Instagram? We're oh. trying to decide. Do we want zero followers? <laughs> Alaska said zero followers on her Instagram. I said, no, we have to follow Rue. Um, and she said, no, I like zero. to keep it zero because that's what Oprah and Beyonce have. So when you open it, you only see yourself. What if we only follow Tyra? What if we only follow the girls from the season we're doing and then we unfollow them after? Ooh, that's kind of shade. Marl Ginsburg is on Instagram. Is she? She has 3,500 followers. She's a creative writer, journalist, editor, consultant, pro-age fashionista. I like that. I like pro-age. She's. I like her. I, her hair was always lovely, and I everything that she said, I agreed with usually. Yeah, especially good spirited. Especially uh, saying that Tatiana has a million dollar face, a five million dollar body, and a twenty dollar dress. Damn. Damn. But where's the lie? I mean, it's like, come here, come here, stab. <laughs> like that's the best way to get a bitch. A good closer, misdirect. Closer, shiv. Shiv. Um, 
She wants more charm and less hooker. And I don't think Tatiana looks like a hooker at all. I think she looks like a slut. She doesn't look smart enough to charge for what she's putting out at that point. She's a 21-year-old girl just sucking all the dicks in a crop she top. Like mean, like mean Girls Halloween party. She's amazing. She's like, I'm a mouse. Duh. <laughs> the, the innocence that comes through with her, yeah. but also while having the take no fucks and standing up for people like Mystique, just, yeah. it, it shows a lot to a person's character, much like you can see um, her sniz in this outfit. <laughs> We're going to take a sniz break. <laughs> sneeze. Out of all the queens of season two, one of them stands out as a truth teller, a catchphrase owner. And to her, we'd like to say... Thank you. And her name is Tatiana. So for this season, we would like to do a little segment we call Tati Tidbits. Okay, I want to talk about your Snatch Game performance. Iconic. Moment. Um, How was that? How empowering was it to win that huge challenge? It was the first Snatch Game. And did you feel like things shifted in the competition after that? Um, well, it felt good to do well because I had never done anything like that before. Uh, right. So that was positive. Um, it, yeah, it was very surprising. I didn't think that there was too much of a turn. Like, I didn't get a big head about it because I was like, that was definitely a fluke. <laughs> <laughs> but I acted like I had a big head about it. I was like, I just got to fake it till I make it. Right. Well, in the snatch so game. Helped. In the Snatch Game episode, your head definitely looked better because Morgan loaned you a better Britney wig than what you had, I guess. In the edit, they immediately cutted, cutted, they immediately cut to a confessional of you saying, I think Morgan needs to be knocked off her high horse. Was that from the same episode or did they splice that from somewhere else? Um, I believe that it was from the same episode, <laughs> in all honesty. How dare you come for Morgan's iconic pink? How dare you? <laughs> But was the Britney wig better? I mean, I didn't have anything blonde at oh, damn. all. So I was going to wear okay. a Pandora wig. And then Morgan was like, that, no, wear this. And I was like, okay. Oh, so she <laughs> was reading Pandora is what she was really <laughs> doing. Well, whatever. You looked great. Didn't you wear a hat too with it? Yeah, I did bring that terrible fedora though. That was my own <laughs> That decision. good old fedora for the Britney illusion. Everybody loves mm-hmm. it. Everybody loved it. It was great. You wore a lot of red hair too. I don't see you in much reds now. No, I, um, I'm i kind of all over the place. Reds look all right on me. I just tend to like black or um, like pastels, but I've been trying to, I like to keep it black now. I like it's that. so much easier. That mint wig that you wear, it's real cute. Oh, thank you, Amazon. <laughs> a girl. Drum roll, please. She says it. She says it. Bring back my, my girls. girls. She says it. Quote. She says she says it word for word. Mm-hmm. I think she goes back to something else the next episode or two, but we have it. Did it, you did you talk to her about that? Is, <laughs> notes. Do you have a bat phone to we, RuPaul? We're, we're going over notes. Uh, we think Bring Back My Girls is the one to go with. Yeah, Maybe. the network has some comments. I think Bring the Girls Back In. Uh-huh. Um, I think it could have worked. I think brevity is in the soul of wit. 
and the fewer words possible, yes, the better. Also, my girls is like uh, she possesses it's like she's them. the boss. I, yeah. you know, I'm running this shit. You are my girls. Plus, yeah. she doesn't know their names. <laughs> You're an asshole. Most likely. So um, we come back, and the bottom two are Sonique. So Nika 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 and and Morganza (laughs) McMurkelson. They lip sync to Two of Hearts Hearts. by Stacey Q. And it is a fierce lip sync. It It is. is. I mean, this lip sync as terms, this lip sync in terms of who it's going to be, you're left guessing. I'm, you are. I mean, you you watch a lot of the lip syncs and you're like, that was a great lip sync. But usually it's because one person stands out. Like yeah. Dita's uh, This Will Be Lip Sync for me was like watching it. She set the stage on fire. Yeah. Don't really remember what Princess did, but she probably did her best. Um, Sometimes there's a very clear winner. Yeah. And this that's, was a gray area. This, but. This, but kind of not really, though. Because Morgan is so fire. But, what Morgan does is she performs the song she does it succinctly precisely and energetically mm-hmm. sonique she does this tear away she kind of that kind of takes away a second flips the skirt in front of morgan right and then moves over closer to morgan's spot which is closer to the judge's table because the way the sure. runway is the judge's table is slanted yeah. and the spot on stage right is always closer to the judges table, which is where I was when I lip synced. And there's rumor that if you're stage right, that's where you're probably going to win if they place you there after. Okay. Um, That's an interesting theory. See, okay. So Neek does a bunch of moves. She does the split. uh, She does the flip into the split. She does a couple of backhand springs. Backflip into the splits. These are all impressive moves. However, sometimes... If, okay, if she, if Morgan would have done what she did, which is precise and telling the story and like doing it, and then like at the bridge or the climax of the song, did the Sonique split down the stage, mm-hmm. it that would have been so. If Sonique would have stayed in place, performed the song, and we didn't know what she was gonna do, then she pulled out that trick at the end. Mm-hmm. I think she could have won it. I think it would have turned it for her because it's like that. That, if you give away the your your big move and then just keep doing the big move over and over again, it's not as impactful. I wonder if Sonique knew all the words because I started dance I started dancing around and I went upstage when I didn't know the words to uh, me vita me vita poker. Um, <laughs> but Morgan Morgan has a Coco Montrese level of precision lip syncing that slays in this so even if she did park and bark and stay right there it's really great and uh she's always visually moving she's yes she's literally um human vivance she is and um, vivance vivance and i think sonique did great too and who doesn't want to watch all that skill and beauty and ass because bitch has a booty on her she's Um, beautiful and, but alas, the decision is difficult. But and Rue says that sent away. Yes. Yeah, Rue does give praise to both, and um, I think that it could have gone either way. But Sonique was more quiet um, yeah. on the show, and as a showgirl, for sure, I would want to watch her any day. But as a reality TV contestant, um, she kind of faded into the background. Her parting words are: "There's more to life than just being better than everyone," and I definitely feel more humble now. 
I understand that, girl. That's the truth. That mm. is the God's truth. Um, Coming from someone who also lost on Drag Race, I agree. Right. Because I went in thinking my shit didn't stink, but um, I kind of knew that it did. But showing that uh, chink in your armor that um, there's an Achilles heel, you never want to do that. So I just played that, you know, Hollywood bitch the whole time, which is a part of me. But and you haven't stopped. <laughs> Do I look upset to you? <laughs> so what um other character Who's credit card? If you if you had a uh, if you had a chance to do Snatch Game again, what uh what other character would you do? Ooh. I know Jessica Simpson's your go-to, but is there another out there? Um yeah, I got to do Snatch Game on bots in Australia. Yeah. And Oh god, who did I, you do? I did Courtney. Oh, you did Courtney it was, it was a lot of fun because she's not really known for anything other than her accent. And then I just, yeah. whenever there was a question, it would be, and you can look this up on um, YouTube. I actually have watched it and I was falling apart on stage because you and Jinx were so funny. Who was I? It was Jinx as Liza. Yeah. Sharon as Caitlin, I think, maybe. Maybe. And then she does that one. you as Bunny. Yeah. Maybe. And then I was... I already forget. Oh, I was Courtney. Um, see, Courtney, like as a character is kind of, you know, you don't think of it as like funny or whatever. No. Um, but I would just find a way. Literally, I found a way to make her funny because Michelle would ask me a question and then I'd say, vegan. <laughs> just like something stupid that, you know, and that's what you have to do with Snatch Game. Non sequiturs. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, I think I have, I think Rue would appreciate if I did that character because, um, she She's not fans Courtney. of me and Courtney. <laughs> she hates you and Courtney. So um, it's a... <laughs> yeah. So um, I think that's what I would do. I would definitely do Courtney. What do you think is the most memorable moment, most viral, most memorable moment of this episode? I mean, I kind of, I'm kind of into the Tyra and Tatiana, like, uh, beyond, like that's insulting to Beyonce moment. Like saying that's insulting to Beyonce. Sure. And this was before it was like the beehive. This was like predating like, you know, mm -hmm. the album, visual album drop and the lemonade and like, you know, the, uh, so like Tyra was a stan for Brit or for Beyonce. So not for Britney, <laughs> for Beyonce from the beginning. Mm -hmm. I yeah. think that uh, my favorite moment is watching um, Morgan's arms flail about like... Um, she's fucking good. She's a fucking pinwheel with them arms. Yeah. She, Morgan is a good goddamn queen. Spinning and the hat stayed on. The I hat, saw the hat and it did stay on. That tiny little hat. Yeah, it stayed on through all her spins. And her, her hair is great, and she's got that mug, and those blue eyes are just piercing. I love watching Morgan. I do, too. Um, and this is a sidebar, but watching this season taught me that I can glue stick my sideburns of my hair. Because Morgan does it. Hair. Yeah, yeah. because in her like walkthrough and stuff, she has them glued down. And I was like, oh, that's great, because if you're wearing blonde hair, but your natural hair is darker... It always peeps. Mm -hmm. So this is a way of keeping it from doing that. A lady peep? Lady peep? Lady, lady peep? peep? In a 120 millimeter? Ooh. <laughs> uh, I think that uh, I've. this is great watching it because there's so much good fucking drag yeah. on this season. 
There and really is. I think the kids have been sleeping on the seasons before season four because four is when it became like the iconic show. There was one of every reality type that they needed yeah. and they had money. And the audience was growing. Yeah. yeah. It was the first time Entertainment Weekly started covering it mm-hmm. and uh, people started really latching on. Yeah. Um, but season two was fucking rad. It really, it's really entertaining. These girls were out for blood and it shows. And um, we want to thank you for joining us on this race chaser journey. Yes. We'll be back on our next episode to continue our journey down drag race memory lane. It's a toll road. Yes, it is. (laughs) It's a turnpike. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) Please have exact change. Exit 69. (laughs) No pass pass. Um, I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And you can rate our podcast and comment on how fantastic or rotted it is. And subscribe to make sure you know when each episode comes out Wednesday. Follow the dolls at Willem at the only Alaska 5000. And we're trying to get this Instagram popping. We're at like 500 followers currently. Mm-hmm. So let's see where that goes. It's and at Race Chaser Pod. Yes, that's Send it. nudes. So yeah, please do that too. Post and tweet the house down boots and use the hashtag Race Chaser. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck, available on iTunes. <laughs>